Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. All right, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. Lots to get to. We've got new information out of Uvalde. We also will talk to uh, the U.S. representative from that area. We'll talk to Andrew Pollack, Meadows' father. Meadow was murdered at Parkland, Florida about, what, three years ago, something like that, a little over three years ago now. We talk about what needs to happen right now to get our schools safe again and a whole lot more. Plus, we're hearing from the alleged killer's mother who has something to say about about who her son was um, before this this mass murder. We'll talk. It, it, she seemed a little delusional to me, but we'll get into that. And, and Beto O'Rourke, is is a scum he's the there's just scum. in my opinion if i could say harsher words and the fcc wouldn't be mad i would he's the lowest of the low on a wednesday <laughs> that is carrie lucky carrie how you doing i'm all right hello making it happen Sam's in the house. All right, let's go. It's a hump day. Downhill to the weekend from here. I appreciate you taking the time. It's a day you would figure that um, America would continue not only mourning for these poor children who would have been two days later would have been off on summer vacation with their families. As families, I mean, families had to wait hours and hours yesterday to find out the fate of their children in Uvalde, Texas. And it's just, it's nuts that, uh, that they had to go through that. And it's crazy and by the literal sense of the term and also the figurative sense of the term, that somebody can walk into a school and do what, what this guy did. Uh, we're trying to get answers. And I don't want to do what we've done for 23 years since Columbine. I don't want to do that because you're not getting really good answers there. I want actual answers. What I want is for us to say, starting tomorrow, and it won't cost a dime, let's do this. I asked Andrew Pollack about that. He gives real answers. Um, I want us tomorrow to say, Teachers should be trained this way, or students should be trained that way, or local law enforcement should be trained this other way during school hours. Something has to happen. Now, for those who want to talk about the Second Amendment and guns, that's a political statement because you know that it's not a reality. It's about power and control. Let's join forces left and right to get this done. Robert Francis O'Rourke, who thinks that he's owed the governor's job here in Texas, made a fool of himself today and showed the problem with politics in this country, just like Julian Castro did yesterday, the former mayor of San Antonio on, on Twitter. His uh, twin brother, Joaquin, shows up on CNN today saying something stupid as well. Let's, let's join together. Do the Castro brothers and, and O'Rourke really not want to get together with Cruz and Abbott and, and Patrick in Texas to fix this problem? Are they just trying to make political hay out of it? I think so. That's the way it seems. So we've got a lot going on today. Um, tomorrow, a program note for you. I'll be hosting Sean Hannity's show as well as my radio show. So we're going to do both tomorrow. Make sure you stick around for that. 
We've got Mark Lamb that'll be on tomorrow. We've got Katie Kuhlman, the, psycho- the say, uh, psychologist, to figure out what, what the hell goes on in somebody's brain to make them snap like this. And how do you also help um, compassionately to get a, a community to rebound from something this horrible? We'll, we'll talk to them. We've got Victor Avila, who's a former Border Patrol agent, former federal agent. We'll talk to him tomorrow. We've got great interviews today, as well as I said, Tony Gonzalez and Andrew Pollack. So what do we do now as a country? How do we, how do, we do something? And, uh, Carrie, I mentioned this to you right before we started the show today. Um, I, I get an email from the BBC in, in Great Britain, in the UK, at about 3 o'clock in the morning. Now, you know I'm still up. Mm-hmm. So I get that, and, and they're like, hey, would you like to come on with, uh, with this, this host? I don't know who the presenter was. I, I don't listen to the BBC. But it's for BBC Radio. And uh, could you come on? I was like, ah, I'm going to go, go to bed soon. And I'm not really in the, in the mindset to argue with somebody about our laws here. Well, I just want to have a, you know, a conversation about what it is because people in the UK don't understand. And it was going to be a short interview. I ended up doing 20 minutes with them on the BBC. Um, and it was a, a lack of understanding about the Second Amendment, a lack of understanding about guns, um, vilifying the gun and so forth. Now, the presenter did a fine job. I thought that she was great. But you can see the angle from which they come. They just don't understand it. And having an understanding of what gun ownership means in this country for good people um, and why that was such a, a, an important part of the Constitution by the founders, that's hard to really relate to somebody. It's hard to make somebody understand that who's not an American who understands why that was necessary. And at one point in the interview, I said, were it not for the Second Amendment, I'd have an English accent right now. And that sort of gave her pause, and she thought about it. Uh, it was an interesting interview. It truly was. Uh, because, again, there are outside perspectives that I want to hear. So if you're listening to me now, and you want to give a perspective that you know politically will be different than I align, I want to hear you because you might have the solution that really does solve the problem. Because I haven't heard anything since Columbine. A lot of, lot of, blapping, of, the, of the, flapping of the lips. Blah, 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 blah. Nobody does anything. And we've got 19 dead babies in Uvalde. We've got two dead teachers. It doesn't make any sense why we're here knowing what happened at Sandy Hook, knowing what happened at all the places that I mentioned yesterday. Why are we still here? And if you think it's because of the NRA, you're an idiot. If you think it's because of Joe Biden, you're an idiot. It's because nobody took action, real action, to fortify our schools and guarantee our kids would be safe. Andy Pollack has a lot of great advice later on. Again, he lost his daughter, Meadow. She was murdered by 1819-58. We won't use the guy's name. That's his prison number. She was murdered by him over three years ago now, and Andy has been working his ass off to get positive changes in schools, and some schools just aren't listening because we've got to do something to, to, to protect good from bad, and we're not doing enough, clearly. So, Carrie, if you don't mind, let's start things out with the latest that you have out of Uvalde. I want to talk about O'Rourke. I'll get to that this hour. Sam, let's open the phone lines because a lot of people want to have uh, offer up solutions. I'm not in the mood to really argue with you, so if you bring up a bunch of political crap, and start accusing this guy or that guy or this side or that side, we probably won't get too far. I mean, I'll hear you, even if I disagree with you, but if you want to get angry, you're not going to last very long today. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Care if you don't mind, give us the latest that you have on the story. From Fox News, Democratic gubernatorial candidate Beto O'Rourke attempted to derail Republican Texas Governor Greg Abbott's response to the shooting in Uvalde, Texas on Wednesday. Abbott spoke for roughly 10 minutes before attempting to transfer the microphone to Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, at which point O'Rourke approached the stage. Only some of O'Rourke's words were audible, but he was pointing aggressively at the stage, even as those on it shouted him down. You are doing nothing, O'Rourke said at one point. Patrick said, sir, you're out of line. Please leave this auditorium. Uvalde Mayor Don McLaughlin shouted at O'Rourke as well, calling him a sick son of a... 
sleep. Uh, O'Rourke was then escorted out of the auditorium. Prior to the interruption, Abbott praised the response of police officers who stopped the attack from getting any worse. One officer who responded to the shooting lost a daughter in the attack, he said. Abbott went on to confirm the shooter, the 18-year-old, shot his grandmother before carrying out the attack. He then crashed his vehicle outside Robb Elementary School and exchanged gunfire with police before entering a pair of classrooms. Abbott confirmed that the gunman had made three Facebook posts in the roughly 30 minutes leading up to the shooting. I'm going to shoot my grandmother. Ramos posted first, I shot my grandmother. He posted a few minutes later, I'm going to shoot an elementary school. The third post read, Abbott did not call for gun control legislation, instead saying men Members of the community had told him they are suffering a mental health crisis. What was the source of that story? Fox. All right, thank you. Um, I don't like the way the story was written. I think they're wrong about him him shooting police before he went in. Um, every report I've seen, and Tony Gonzalez actually gives me new information next hour, you'll hear it, um, is that he went in there, and how he went in, we now know how he got in the school, ends up barricading himself in a classroom because police officers showed up quickly and put him in that position. And um, and a Bortak, who is a border control guy who also is, I think, part of the, the sheriff's office there, is the one who killed him and stopped the threat. I, I had not heard any information before that Fox report that there was a shootout before he killed anybody. That does not appear to be the case to me. But again, we'll have Tony Gonzalez. He gives the, the actual nuts and bolts. Carrie, did you see the, the Beto O'Rourke thing? I did. did. You watch it? Yes. Yep. And, and I'm glad that you were careful to say SOB, but I'm going to actually play the audio and I'm going to play okay. the video for those who are watching when we come back. Um, I think I think he, the mayor also calls him an ass. And, it, and, it's, mm-hmm. and it's worthwhile because he is. What he did today was a political publicity stunt. He planned it. He did it on purpose. Because when you see a guy like, like Robert Francis O'Rourke who thinks that he's owed the governorship here in the state of Texas, he thought he was owed the U.S. Senate seat as well. He thought that he could be the president of the United States. When you see a guy like that show up, what you know he's not going to say is, Governor, how can I work with you to fix this? You know what he's not going to say is, Lieutenant Governor, how can I work with you? Senator Cruz, Senator Cornyn, how can I work with you to fix this? No, no, he showed up pointing fingers, as Kerry said, and and just starting trouble and casting blame. And he had people, you know, taking video on their cell phones of him because this was all planned. So I'm going to play that actual video. If you're not watching the stream, get there now. I'm going to show you what this idiot did today um, in Uvalde. As families are still mourning, as families are just finding out that, yes, the child that didn't come home last night is one of the victims, this guy shows up to hopefully make political hay. And he'll probably now use that in some stupid campaign ad. And that's how sick-minded these politicians can be. He is a degenerate that he did this today. I'm going to have that video when we come back. Just go to JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Click on Watch Now. So you take you to the Twitch stream, and you can you can see this video. Those of you listening on the radio, yes, of course, you'll hear what he has to say. Although it's not clear, as Kerry said, it's not clear what he's saying. It's clear he's saying you've done nothing. And he talked about Santa Fe, which was another shooting in uh, in Texas. It was in 2018 in Santa Fe at Santa Fe High School. Um, he's he's just casting blame. He's not there to solve any problems. Not there to do anything other than maybe raise money from his far left wing radical fundraisings. So so stick around. I'm going to have that video for you and the audio as well, and then we'll opine about that a bit. Then I'm going to take your calls about solutions, and you better be giving me real solutions, something that'll work. Because if you say we got to take away all the guns, that's not going to work. 400 million guns in America, you can't do that. By the way, the vast majority of those guns will never be used out of uh, out of malice or or in violence against somebody innocent. 
888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247 to watch and see that video of Beto the Idiot O'Rourke. You can go right now to JoePags.com and click on Watch Now. We're back after this. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's the Joe Pags Show, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I appreciate you being here. I'll get into the ridiculous tweet by Barack Obama in a little while. Not right this second, maybe a little bit later on. It's a ridiculous tweet, but that's who Barack Obama is um, and who he's always been. If you voted for Barack Obama and you've got a problem with me criticizing the guy, well, you might not want to be listening much longer because uh, I'm going to go after him because it's ridiculous. The guy just doesn't have any love for country. I just don't think he does. And also the legislation that was signed or the executive order signed by Biden today shows he doesn't love the country either. The day after a law enforcement officer took out a threat after a man killed 21 people at a school, we're going to sign an executive order against law enforcement officers and Barack Obama is going to post a tweet about law enforcement officers. Listen, that's who that side is, man. The radical portion of that side, it's led by Barack Obama. That's who they are. Trust me when I say that. Let me tell you about Newsmax TV. I was on there today. We talked about all this stuff and then some. Uh, It's a great network. And a recent study finds Americans don't trust big media. Well, now Americans like me have found the source that we do trust. It's Newsmax. I watch Newsmax TV. I use the free Newsmax app as well. I've told you about this for a long time. About six years I've had the app. Nielsen says about 7 million cable viewers watch Newsmax, but not Fox. Millions really are making the switch to Newsmax. Start your mornings with Wake Up America and Rob Finnerty. And finish the night with Rob Schmidt. He tells you the real news with no spin. On weekends, watch Mike Huckabee, Diamond and Silk, Rob Carson, Sebastian Gorka, and much more. Find Newsmax on all major cable systems. If your system doesn't carry Newsmax, call them and demand it. Or change to a cable system that does carry Newsmax TV. No reason not to have it now. It's a major network. They're getting things done. They just announced Greta Van Susteren's coming back on to do a show Monday through Friday as well. More than 20 million Americans made the switch to Newsmax. It's a news source they can trust. Newsmax, NewsmaxTV.com. Find it on your phone, on your app. Find it on your Roku TV. Find it all over the place. Everybody else is. Make the switch today. You will not go back. Let me give you that um, video because it really does show what that side is in the face of tragedy. It's uh, Beto O'Rourke. He's Robert Francis. Beto O'Rourke, who appropriates some sort of an Hispanic heritage when he doesn't have one. And he goes there to do a publicity stunt to get, I think, some some fodder for his next campaign ad. Here is Governor Greg Abbott turning things over to Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Uh, pass the mic to Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Right there, Excuse Governor, me. I'd like to say Excuse something. Me. Governor, I'd like to say something. It's better O'Rourke. Robert Francis O'Rourke showing up to grandstand. You've got the lieutenant governor, the governor, the, the attorney general, the U.S. senators, the representatives. You've got family members, school district members, law enforcement members, all trying to make sense out of what happened yesterday. This idiot shows up to do this. 
Excuse me. Sit down. You're out of you're out of line and an embarrassment. Sit down. No, he needs to get his ass out of here. This isn't the place to talk to this over. This is totally predictable. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. That's the mayor of of Uvalde who is suffering in mourning along with his his sixteen thousand residents there. And there's there's O'Rourke just trying to make a campaign ad. I can't believe you're a sick son of a bitch that would come to a deal like this to make a political issue. He's a horrible guy. And there's one person in the audience, of course, let him talk like an idiot. You think that's appropriate? Guy wants to be the governor of this state, shows up and does that? The governor just gave an update. This is a nuts and bolts news and information session, a press meeting to let everybody in the community and well beyond know what they know now and give an update. O'Rourke is not in government. He's not a police officer. He's not a school official. He has nothing to offer anything in this meeting. Now, even if you're somebody who always sees the glasses half full, what could Robert Francis O'Rourke be thinking he can gain from this. Do you think he can solve the problem by interrupting an official information session? Do you think he can fix the school safety issue? Let's say he really thinks taking away everybody's guns is the right way to do it. Can he make that happen by interrupting an information session, just making people abreast of the latest that they know about what happened yesterday? Is there anything positive that could have been gained out of this, or is the only thing he could have done is interrupt for a political publicity stunt? If you are a supporter of Robert Francis Beto O'Rourke, can you tell me what he has done to make our schools safer? He was a U.S. representative for a while. Guy ran for U.S. Senate. His mom or his dad is a judge, maybe both. What has he done specifically to fix this problem? What what options has he offered up to make your kids safer in school? Because on your best day, with the brightest sunshine and the glass half full, I can't think of a positive outcome to him bursting in and talking over the governor and the lieutenant governor today. I can't think of what it is that he could have gained. You know, I'm glad I did that because I saved some lives today. Well, he didn't. I'm glad I did that because I opened some minds today. No, you didn't. I'm glad I did that because I made sure there's only a single entry into schools now. We've got a resource officer there with a a firearm. Nope, he didn't do that either. So what did he do? In his best intentions, if you're a bad supporter, what do you think he gained today? Other than notoriety, maybe some more funding from L.A., Maybe some more funding from New York or Chicago. The libs that are funding him. Maybe George Soros will say, hey, let's send him a couple more mil. Because he really showed up and interrupted that informational session and he got it done. What exactly is it that he accomplished? I'd like to know. You can't get through the phone lines now because they're they're packed. And they're going to stay that way after the break. We'll take a bunch of phone calls. I want to hear what your solutions are to this. And I want to know your thoughts about O'Rourke showing up. Even if you're a Democrat and you were considering voting for him, what did he do for you today? What did he do for Texas today? Did he show compassion and did he mourn with those who lost loved ones? Or did he show up and interrupt an informational session that the loved ones needed to hear the very latest? 
Tell me what he did, because I'd like to know. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, or go to my website, joepags.com. Scroll down to the bottom, click on contact, and it'll send me an email that I will see, and we might read on the air. Keep it here. Coming back. Is the Joe Pegg Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to. It is the Joe Pag Show. Appreciate you being here. So I played before the break, I played, uh, and by the way, those who are wondering, the B word, which is a female dog, that can be said on the radio. The FCC does not stop you from saying that. I don't say it because I don't like the word, but um, but it can be said, and that's why I did not bleep out what the man said, what he called a beta, a, an SOB. I didn't bleep it out. And again, if you're just joining us, um, O'Rourke shows up, the guy who thinks he's entitled to some elected office for some reason, he shows up at an informational session with emergency responders, with the governor, the lieutenant governor, the senators, the representatives, the, the sheriff's office, the local police. Everybody's there to get information out. Everybody. And um, he decides he's going to make a campaign stop and make a fool of himself and shout out uh, to the governor. And again, here's a guy who's never done anything. He's never done anything to make people feel safer. Ever. In fact, he's made people feel less safe if you look at his criminal record. But here's a guy who has nothing that he can point to to say, well, here's what I've accomplished. Here's what I've done. Here's how I've helped. And he doesn't walk up and say, I want to drop, Governor, I want to drop the campaign and I want to help you. That still would be inappropriate to interrupt him, but at least they would have been trying to, trying to accomplish something. He did this for a campaign ad. And I hope that people who are were planning to vote for him realize, realize that what he did was completely inappropriate and they showed who he really is. And his name isn't Beto. It's Robert Francis O'Rourke. He's a fourth generation Irish American. I've got nothing against Irish people. I'm part Irish. But the guy walking around as if he's somehow Hispanic and he knows you better than you know you. And he's Texas. He's not. He's a rich kid who thinks he's owed something. <sighs> Deep breath. Going to take some phone calls here. We also have the mother of this devil on earth who's now dead after killing 21 people. The mother talking about how her son wasn't violent. We'll have that story for you too. Which is, I mean, denial is not just a river in, in Egypt at that point. Now you're just talking about somebody who's denying something that we all know is true. Of course he was a dangerous person. Of course he was a violent person. I have no qualms about saying that we know what he did. Let me go to Mark in Wisconsin. Mark, talk to me. Hi. Hey, Joe. I wish I could talk to you in better circumstances. Yeah, man. But uh, this, this uh, topic is, is dear to my heart. Um, I've been an advocate for about 10 years with my local school board about keeping schools uh, safer, probably after Sandy Hook. And I presented to them this option, and, and you can tell me what you think, and the callers can do that as well. Yeah. You get retired uh, military veterans like myself or retired law enforcement, whatever, properly trained, and you have them as their security. And in the exchange, you don't pay them. It's not going to cost the school board a dime. What you do is you eliminate their property taxes for five years or 10 years or a life 
all their tax incentives. And the problem is that the school board and administrators, they think everything is about, well, we need more money, 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 money. And that's not the case. You have to think outside the box. And that was one option I presented it. Unfortunately, you're hitting well, a bad sell area, Mark. And I, I hear your idea, and I want to opine about it. Hopefully, you can hear on the radio what my response is. But your phone uh, hit a bad sell. Of course, the idea is very good. Um, retired military, retired police officers, they would love to keep the community safe. They are trained, well-trained to take out a threat. But to say you're going to pay them or by you're going to sort of balance it out through bartering their property taxes, there isn't any, any municipality that I can think of that would agree to that. Because once you, you start paying a tax, the area, whether it be city, state, township, federal, they're never going to give the tax back. They're not. So you would have to pay them, which is fine. We just sent $54 billion over to Ukraine. $68 billion at the Department of Education every year. We have the money, or we can print the money, whatever the hell the government does to get all this money. It's available. What's a more important issue to take care of than the safety of our kids in school? And again, don't misunderstand me. I like your idea. Ain't going to happen, but I like your idea because governments never give back what they've already taken. I mean, Trump tried to. Lowering taxes for all Americans that work. He tried to. Lowering regulations let you go out there and, and prosper. Then, of course, as soon as he's out, the next guy in wants to raise everything, wants to increase everything on everybody. And we're seeing it. Back to the phone lines. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. John is in Florida. John, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe, how you doing, brother? Living the dream, man. Talk to me. Huge fan. I'm a new fan. I'm a huge fan. Thank you for having a show. Thank you. Uh, Obviously, look, our schools could be made safe real easy. We have the blueprints through courthouses, other public buildings. I mean, you could have a room that's nothing but cameras. You enter that room. Somebody buzzes you through from there into another room where you're now alone with an armed security officer. And after he ascertains why you're there, passes you through a metal detector, then you can actually gain access to the real school. Right. I think part of our problem is we don't want to solve a lot of problems because a solved problem is now no longer a problem you can use to push an agenda. And that's getting in the way of a lot of things. And if I could real quick, as far as that idiot O'Rourke, he didn't do anything today except try to have another Spartacus moment like that other knucklehead that did that a couple of years ago. I don't know. Corey Booker. Right, exactly. I don't know what any of these guys are thinking except for the fact that they're not. This is not a hard thing. Make the school safe. Just do it. Congress is safe. A lot of other places are safe. And yes. This is ridiculous. I couldn't agree more. Hey, John, very good points. What John says is true. We don't hear about mass shootings or mass murder at a courthouse. You don't hear about mass murder at a sheriff's office. You don't. You just don't do it. I mean, at the end of the day, what you have is a situation where, like he said, we know how to make it safe, so why aren't we? What is it that's stopping us? What exactly is it that's stopping us from keeping schools safe? If you made it like a courthouse, I've been to courthouses, covered stories there, I've been there for a traffic ticket or two, shush, Carrie. I wasn't going to say anything. Just to, for a traffic ticket or two, not many. Mm, doesn't. But um, yeah, could be over my lengthy life. Mm -hmm. Um, But you're safe. You know you're safe when you go in there. 
You've got deputy sheriffs in there. You've got people who are guarding the door. You've got to be buzzed in, show a proper ID, why you want to go in there, and so on. It does. It, it is not rocket science. But they don't want to. I think John hits the nail on the head when he says, how then will you have this as a political football if you solve the problem? Well, I would rather you solve the problem and lose that political issue. How about that? I would rather you solve the problem and we aren't mourning all these dead people from just yesterday who were just at school and better work doesn't have the opportunity to show up and act like an idiot. But again, now I don't think Beto wanted this to happen, but he certainly seized the moment to go and make a fool out of himself for political gain. So did the Castro brothers, and it's pretty sick. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Daryl, what's going on in Louisiana? Talk to me. Well, I just want to let you know that some places are, do have something in place. Our, our sheriff's department got school resource officers that uh, are retired military or uh, ex-state troopers. And I, my girls went to a small rural school. I mean, class were about 30 in the class. That was a big class for them. And I have no doubt that if anything came up there, uh, he would end it soon or take care of the problem. Yes. And that being said is, uh, I mean, it, that's just what we need for, for more people like that. I know our parish has school resource officers in every school. Now, and there are school districts like yours, and Daryl, thank you. You're right. I agree with you. There are school districts that are doing it right. There are school districts that aren't doing it right. There are school districts that haven't changed anything since Columbine. Oh, of course, there are some safe school districts. I agree. I totally agree. But there are a lot that aren't. Like, how did this guy get in yesterday? Carrie, do you know how the guy got in yesterday? Uh, apparently, one of the doors, they the school was on lockdown, but there was one door that was not locked. Yeah. He didn't go through the main entrance. He didn't go through the security check. Nope, he went, in, went through another door and started shooting people. The door should never have been accessible. It should never have been unlocked. There has to be one way in, period. And that way in is a tough way to get in. Show who you are. You'll be buzzed in if you're, if you're accepted. It wasn't the main entrance that he got into. And, and Tony Gonzalez actually gives me even more information about that next hour. He is the U.S. representative from that area. Let me take another phone call before the break. Elena, who is in uh, Austin. Elena, talk to me. Hi. Hi, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. First of all, uh, Better Work is a political opportunity. Yes. The way your guns when it suits him and let you keep your guns when it suits him. And it's all political and it just disgusts me. Yes. I heard it live and I was just, I was appalled. Um, but on to actually solving the problems instead of just talking about it. So we, of course, have to fortify our schools. Our schools is having... Elena, I'm going to put you back on hold. You're in a bad cell area as well. Sam, check with her during the break. We see we can take Elena back on. It was cutting in and out. It's got to sound really good for radio. Elena, I hear where you're going, and I want to take you back on after the break. A lot of other people want to be heard as well. Keep it here, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Go there, scroll down, click on, on contact. You'll see that Beto O'Rourke video. I posted it on all my social media. It's all over the place. Go find it yourself and see for yourself. I'm not making this up. He's a callous guy that walks up wagging his finger like an idiot during an informational session. So go and check that out as well. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.
appreciate you stopping by the Joe Pag Show, 888-941-7247. J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot com. Go there. Check out all the social media. I've got just about every social media site covered. The only social media site that I'm not verified on is TikTok. It's at Joe Pags there, but there's not a verification check. Everywhere else there's a verification check. If it doesn't have that, I just saw the, somebody made a new account on Getter yesterday. That's not me. It's got to have a verification check. If it does, that is, in fact, me. And uh, you can you can tell me what you think there. We post a lot. We give you videos. We give you stories. We give you updates. We give you all sorts of stuff. Uh, so make sure you go check that out at JoePags.com. Let me tell you about uh, Super Beats. They're awesome. Just got a new package in last night of Super Beats. As we age, we get tired easier. We can't last through the day. Our tasks get hard. You want to take a nap. And a lot of people turn to more caffeine, more cups of coffee. But a lot of people turn to sugary drinks. You get that sugar high, that sugar low, even candy. A lot of people turn to those energy drinks. Why not try Super Beats Heart Chews? Tasty treat. They give you the energy you need. They're good for you, too. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, and candies for that quick pick-me-up. Rely on Super Beats Soft Chews. They taste delicious. These Heart Chews are, in fact, good for your heart. They, they combine non-GMO beets with grapeseed extract, so they taste absolutely delicious. I cracked them open last night. They just smell great, too. Why don't you go check them out because grapeseed extract has been clinically researched and studied and shown to, to help you with a normal blood pressure as part of a healthy lifestyle. So go right now to their website. They made for you because you listen to my program. It's joelovesbeets.com. Get up to 45% off plus free shipping. Again, joelovesbeets.com, their best offer available anywhere. joelovesbeets.com, 45% off at joelovesbeets.com. Make that happen right now. We go back to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. Elena, hopefully your phone has cleared up. It, it hit a bad cell for a second. Talk to me. Uh, yes. Sorry about that, Joe. Okay. Um, so I was saying that, um, uh, you know, Beto doesn't offer any solutions, so I'm, I'm going to offer one. Okay. Um, of course, we fortify our schools. We have to do that. And we need police officers in our schools. I think that we have a crisis in our country where there is, for some, there's, I understand for some reasons, um, distrust for the police. Yeah. You can have a t- team of police officers in the school that rotate in and out, that have a connection with these kids, that teach these kids from a young age, that, they're, that the police are there to protect them and help them, have that relationship with them, yes. protect them while they're in the school, have a relationship with the parents. You can do so much good in the community by creating that relationship, which so many Democrats don't want because they want to defund the police. We have, we defend the police. We create a relationship with the police and we solve two problems at once. Once keep our kids safe and create that relationship between the police and the kids. Well, I'm with you. I think think it's a great idea. Uh, I do. I mean, we used to have police on the beat that we knew their names. They knew our names. Uh, Carrie, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't one of those who was killed yesterday, one of the students, a daughter of a sheriff's deputy. That is correct. Yes. So, I mean, you've got a guy there that you know would, would have been happy to be at the school to protect the children. You know that he would have been. But for some reason, we keep police away. And for some reason, we keep on seeing, I mean, this, and Carol will have this story after the top of the hour. Biden today signs an executive order about violence and police. Barack Obama, who's running the White House now, it's not Biden, he, he, he writes some big, long Twitter thread about George Floyd today. He does mention Uvalde, but then he talks about police and and uh, George Floyd died under the knee of a police officer the day after a police officer's daughter was killed at that school, at that elementary school by by a horrible person. I mean, these people are like demons. There's something wrong with them. They can't stop themselves. And they're only saying, I think Obama says it because he doesn't like the country. 
And think Obama, although he's one of the richest people you're going to see, he's got three or four houses all worth millions and millions. He keeps getting paid by Netflix and by, by uh, you know, book companies, millions and millions. He's still complaining about the country. I mean, why couldn't that guy who is so popular as a president come out and say, man, I want to work with anybody and everybody who's interested in working to help make our schools safe. This is horrible. And yeah, we commemorate the second anniversary of the death of George Floyd, but more on that tomorrow. Let's focus on bringing this country together and make schools safe. Why couldn't he do that? I'll give you the actual tweet next hour. You're not going to be happy by it. Let me go back at it. It's going to be Dwayne, who is in uh, San Antonio. Hold on, Dwayne. You're not on yet. Give me a second. Dwayne, you're on the air. What's happening? What's going on, Joe? Hey, man. All right, so there's a different avenue I want to approach. So the Texas Commission on Law Enforcement has thousands of reserve police officers in the state of Texas. The problem is reserve police officers can only work traffic jobs. They're not allowed to work security jobs, but they can put level four security officers at like banks and stuff like that. Well, what's the thought if process? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, just, get, no, I want to stop you because I didn't know that. I didn't know that. What's the thought process? Tell yeah. me why they're not letting them work security jobs. Um, I honestly, we, we don't know. It's just been like that since as far as I can remember back at least 15 years ago. So you've got level four security officers that, that take a 40-hour course, carry a gun, that are working banks and everything. You've got reserve police officers that are out there working traffic lane closures and stuff. I'm sure they'd much rather be indoors protecting children. Yeah. It's not going to be free, but now you've got qualified, currently registered peace officers who are security officers. So, you know, there can actually be SROs. So, you know, Governor Abbott needs to get with, with, with Texas Commission of Law Enforcement and say, hey, guys, we, this is a way to change that because I know, you know, the shortage of police officers right now, that solves two problems. You have people that want to work in the schools that are police officers that have gone through the academy that are, that are, that are you know, certified peace officers for the state of Texas. Uh, it it, may, it that, makes perfect sense. You've got, this, you, you, you've got this whole, you know, plethora of police officers out there that are only allowed to work traffic jobs and not security jobs. Well, I'm going to look into it more because I hadn't heard that before. I'll definitely check it out. Dwayne, I appreciate you bringing that up. Uh, when you hear from Victor Avila tomorrow, you also will hear him say, the National Guard's not doing anything on the border. Why not put them at schools? And I think that's another good uh, good idea in the state of Texas. There's no reason not to, in any state. Listen, th- this is most recently happening in Texas. Parkland was in Florida. Columbine in Colorado. Pearl was in Mississippi. Springfield was in Oregon. I mean, this problem has to be solved now. We have to do it as a, a an American community. And stop this left versus right and, and pandering to the cameras garbage that you're seeing from Obama and Beto and, and, and Biden. Doesn't make any sense. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show.